Hey everyone, this is Heath Cummings from Live This Life. I want to thank you for stopping by to check out some of our earlier episodes of the show. Before you let these early test episodes make or break your opinion on the podcast, please check out some of our more recent episodes. This was a conceptual project from the start that we really weren't planning on going more than a handful of episodes, but it's caught on and we really gained a lot of momentum in recent months. We hope you get something valuable from the experience, and if you do, please subscribe, share with family and friends, check out our social media links, and you can also listen to full episodes now on our YouTube channel. Thanks again for checking out the show. I'm so eternally grateful that you are giving us some space in your day for our content. I hope you enjoy. Keep living. Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who want to learn how to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's up, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Live This Life podcast. I'm your host, Heath Cummings, and I am so very excited to finally bring this unique podcast to you, get this space shuttle launch going. It seemed like a, uh, a space shuttle launch with all the things that I've been setting up and trying to get done to set this podcast up, but you know what they say, perfection is the enemy of good enough, so it's time to just get it going and uh, kick this off. This is something I've been preparing for for quite a while, like I said, and it's a great feeling to be taking this huge step forward to bring this material to everybody. One of the main pieces of advice that I give to people that I provide coaching to is to live out your dreams and aspirations and leave nothing behind. Leave nothing on the table that's undone in your life. So I'm practicing what I preach, and here I am doing something I've been inspired to create and accomplish in my life. This show is aimed towards those of us who have felt like at any given time that we've been sort of just making it through life, that we're kind of limping through life. We're limping through the week, saying that we're going to be good when Friday comes or just a few more weeks until we make it to vacation. How many of us have been there, right? But you know, or at least you should be on your way to knowing that there is so much more to this world, more to life, more to us than that kind of existence where you're trying to rush through a part of your life to enjoy your life. There's more out there to experience than just making it through, waiting for a day to feel alive. That's why in the intro to this podcast, I asked the question, are you living or are you killing time? Because you shouldn't be waiting for a future time or place to make you feel good. You don't have to wait for a new job or a new lover or a vacation to feel alive in your life. 
And of course, those things are all great. They'll add to your life's enjoyment. And it would be kind of crazy to say that it wouldn't. But what I'll talk about time and time again is don't let your happiness lie in the hands of something external. When you do that, you give your power away. You give away your control to your own happiness. There are a lot of philosophies that get deep into the concepts of manifestation and perceiving your reality. And most of them start off by saying that if you give away your happiness to a future time or place or circumstance, it's always going to reside there. It's always going to be in the future. You're always going to be catching up to your happiness. That's why there's that saying, don't wait to be rich to be happy because rich people are just miserable in a more expensive part of town. And that's so true. I mean, I've worked at uh, some private schools in the course of my career, and I've been out to, I live in Massachusetts, and I've been out to Nantucket, and I see a lot of very affluent people who seem so miserable. And they just, they have everything that money can buy, except for none of what it can't. It can't buy you happiness. It really can't. And a lot of people think that, wow, if I just had a million dollars, I'd be happy. But if that's what you're letting your happiness rely on when it gets here, there's going to be something else. It's going to be $2 million that's going to make you happy or $10 million. It's going to be something else. There's always going to be something more. You can't be waiting for a bigger paycheck or a younger lover or another tomorrow to make you happy. Because if you do, it's always going to be just out of your grasp. And we're going to discuss ways to do this, ways that you can improve your life by focusing on the now of not focusing on the future, not worrying about the future, not waiting for the future to make you happy so you can feel full and alive every day right where you are. The biggest one is focusing on the now. And one of our first episodes is going to be just about that. We'll actually be reading from the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle on the podcast. We'll be doing a weekly episode where we'll read from the book starting on chapter one and go week by week all the way through till the end. And I'm hoping that that will bring up some discussions and facilitate some some discussion about the chapters, about what we've read, um, which we can do maybe via email or if we can get some comments on the Facebook pages so we can address week to week and following episodes. But stay tuned for those. It's going to be really exciting. That book is so powerful. Uh, so many people who are in the self-help and transformation field refer back to Eckhart's teachings that are in that book. I mean, he's been featured on Oprah. It's on one of her top books. Um, and it's it's one of the ones I've come across that's been the most pivotal in my spiritual journey. And I know how many people have had their lives transformed by it. So I'm just very excited and honored to have partnered with Namaste Publishing on bringing this this great book to the podcast and our weekly special. So please check back in for that. On this show, I will talk a lot about your perspective and your own personal view from your eyes and your consciousness and how the world is different for each and every person. One of the biggest messages I will give you in this pilot episode, and I cannot take credit for this. I can't remember where I heard it. There's so many things that I've listened to over the last few years. Um, so I definitely didn't come up with this and I'm not taking credit. Please send it where it's due. But the metaphor of our life being like a book and we are the main character in that book. We're just not aware of it. Most people are just living life day to day, doing whatever's written on those pages, oblivious that they're the character in some sort of a book. But when you start to awaken spiritually, when you really start to recognize what your consciousness is, 
you realize that that there is a book, that your life is a book and that you are the main character. And when you start to realize the things that that character is going through and growing through and how amazing that story is, you really start to reflect on the lessons learned by what that character goes through. And when you have things happen to you, you start to view it from the perspective of the reader and no longer the character. And that's so profound because when you're the reader, you, you get to step back and look at what that character has gone through. You kind of get to pause life and look back at what that character is going through and, and almost kind of replay it and, and live through those episodes to really feel what that character is supposed to be going through instead of just reacting. When you really step to another level is when you realize that you're not just the character or the reader, that you're the author of that book. The book is blank beyond the pages that you're reading right now. And you're holding the pen. You determine all of the directions that that character is going to go and how other people are going to read and remember that story. And it's so profound when you come to that realization about your life that you are the one writing the story with a bunch of blank pages in front of you. So pick up that pen and start writing a story that people are going to remember that's why I'm here talking to you because my calling is to get everyone to realize what I have. That you don't have to stick to a job just because you are good at it or because it's stable. Nothing is permanent or fixed in your life. So you can go in any direction you choose. So choose the one that's going to make you look back on these days, on those pages of that book or anybody else who reads that book and say that it's interesting. Say, damn, that was a good book when they put it down, when, when that book is over. They're going to appreciate every single page that they would have read in that book of you. We're also going to focus a lot on the power of positivity, since that's what got me through a lot of pretty big challenges in my young life. But I'll also be pretty real with everybody and just say that positivity sometimes just isn't enough. You know, it's great to say that, you know, just be positive, you'll make it through, just keep a positive mindset. But sometimes, just someone telling you that or just trying to embody that mindset, it's not enough. Like, how do you do it? How do you just stay positive when so many bad things are happening in your life? They start to pile up sometimes and you don't get your break. Tony Robbins was one of the people that I've looked up to a lot in my spiritual journey. And I know that he's had some controversy. There's been some things in the news about him lately. And I definitely don't vibe with some of those things. So, um, I don't know if those are necessarily true, what is true, what's not. I'm not sure. I don't want to get into that portion, but I want to speak about the content of his work, what he does in the public realm to help people out. That's what I want to focus on. And he says all of the time that if you want to change your thoughts, if you're stuck in a negative place, you need to change your state. If you're in a negative place, you can't just think your way out of it sometimes. You can't just be positive. So you have to move. You have to get up and get things moving you have to do something sometimes really physical, like go for a run, go for a hard workout. I mean, even just getting outside and getting fresh air and going for a walk does it sometimes. But you really have to do something that challenges you to get your endorphins going from what I found. I do some really hard workouts on days when I'm feeling kind of down. I mean, especially days I don't want to do it, I make sure that I get out and do it. But the workouts always seem to help. And the harder you can make it, if you can get on a treadmill, if you get on a cross trainer, if you can go Walk uphill if you can do something that gets the blood really flowing for a half an hour to an hour. It will change your state. That workout really does massive things for you, not just for your health, not just for your physical health, but your mental health too. 
And, you know, it could be beyond a daily rut, though. I mean, if you're in a life rut, sometimes you have to do something sort of metaphorically of that big workout. You need to do something to shake things up. You need to change up your life. And, you know, sometimes you have to change a whole bunch of stuff like your job or the people that you hang out with. You know, when when at one point in my career, I was friends with like nothing but people in my line of work and, you know, was pe- friends with people of a very limited demographic. And I went through some of my stuff and some of those friends, those quote unquote friends just faded away and they had a lot of negative stories and it seemed like everybody was always commiserating in those circles. And as I started to really wake up consciously and really try to explore everything that life was all about, I started to to want to talk to these things with some of these people and they looked at me like I had 10 heads. So, you know, it became obvious that I kind of had to start looking elsewhere, try to find different circles of people to be around. And that's an example of shaking up your life. I guess I didn't appreciate where I was going and I expected myself to stay where I was or I expected things to stay the same because it was hard having certain people come in and out of your life. It was, it was difficult to have good circles of friends around you that just didn't understand who you were anymore. But it was tough and it was necessary. And there's so many different things that you can shake up, not just friends, but I mean, you, you have to sometimes shake up your entire diet, your exercise, your routine, your environment, your job, your relationships, whatever it is. Sometimes there's something that gets stagnant and like a stagnant pond, if the water doesn't flow, it, it gets unhealthy. You need to have things flowing in your life. You need to have things that are coming in, good energies that are coming in so you have good energies going back out. And there's so many different things that can weigh you down in this life. You know, like there's a heavy weight on your ankle that's keeping you underwater and it's keeping you from riding the ways of life. But that's, you know, another reason why I'm here on this podcast to try to help you discover what might be out there for you to change and incorporate and transmute those energies in your life. Get that water, that, that flow of life going again. We all have a story to tell. And one thing I'll say over and over again is that everyone's story is so unique. No one's story is any less triumphant or more tragic than the next. And that's important for everyone to hear. I mean, how many times have we been in this this like strange competition with people about you know, who's had the worst day or, you know, everybody's sitting around venting about their day or something, or you go and talk to a friend, you just want to try to kind of dump everything that's happened with you. And they kind of minimize what you've told them by telling you another story that's even worse. It's like, who wants to hear another bad story when you've got all this bad stuff that you're trying to dump out too? And it's like I said, it's always healthy to dump the things that you have inside. Sometimes you have to vent about work or, you know, relationships or whatever. That's great. But it's important to also appreciate the story that someone might be telling you, not trying to hurry up and get your side out or a worse story or, you know, make someone's triumph less triumphant by telling your own grandiose story. I mean, if you have an accomplishment, it might not be the best time to tell a great accomplishment at the same time that someone else is telling a story of something that they've accomplished. Because if yours is bigger and grander, it might make theirs feel minimized. There's always a time and to appreciate what someone's really going through, whether it's good or bad, let them tell their story and show them that you care about it. I mean, that's huge. But how many times have we been in that that sort of, oh, yeah, you think your story's bad? Well, wait till you hear this one. You know, there's really no empathy in that. And 
I've seen that so many times in my life. You know, I've sat around these circles of people and they're telling these war stories of, you know, what they've gone through. And then, you know, someone has to tell a worse one about what they've gone through. It's important to listen to what people are going through. And that's why I want to feature some of the stories on this podcast from amazing people who have risen from the ashes in their life to a whole new display of self. You know, someone may be going through something similar who's listening to the podcast can hear some of the people that I'll feature on here and say, you know, wow, that's an amazing story. That's kind of like what I'm going through. But I love the rags to riches stories. I love those kind of things. So if you have one, please email me at connect at livethislife.org. And maybe I'll feature you on the podcast, you know, if we can connect and, and I can hear the story about what you might want to tell people and it's inspiring. Um, I would love to feature some of the listeners on the podcast. So make sure to get a hold of me there. But your story might inspire somebody. It could make a huge life shift in their life. They could be on the cusp of something. They could be on the cusp of giving up. I mean, they could be on the cusp of something amazing and be afraid to get something done. And the stories of where people just pushed through the fear to do something amazing or even pushed through the fear of just waking up tomorrow, those stories are so important. You could give that little bit of inspiration to someone at a time that they needed it most. I've had some of those very hard times, some hard times that even I couldn't get myself out of. I've faced some major, major life setbacks and adversities, but I always seem to get myself out of them. I don't know how I did it. I mean, now that I'm able to look back on the adversities of my life, it's great because I kind of did it on cruise control then, but I'm able to look at those times in my life like a recipe book where if I if I have something difficult now, I can kind of look back and say, what did you do to get yourself out of those things? But sometimes there's just stuff that we can't get through. Sometimes we need a shoulder to lean on. And I was kind of there last year. Um, in 2018, I, I couldn't seem to get myself out of the rut that I was in no matter what. And I kept telling everybody that kind of felt tortured. That was the energy I was hanging around. That was the story I was telling. That was the drum that I was beating was that I was I was feeling tortured in the life and the career that I was in. See, I was in law enforcement for nearly 20 years. And at one point I had had enough. And there were so many things that made me want to get out of that line of work. So, you know, that's one thing I want to really say on this first podcast is that I will not be focusing on the world of law enforcement. I, I maybe make some comparisons or maybe have a little something like a story to tell. But it's really, you know, I've left the police work life behind and really traded it in for what we're doing here of, of coaching and being inspirational and trying to improve people's lives and awaken people's consciousness and, and really have them understand how much power they have in their own lives. And one of the reasons I left law enforcement was because if you talk about this kind of stuff in certain circles of people, they just don't get it. A lot of the time you want you learn some of these things and you want to tell your family, you want to tell your coworkers, you want to tell everybody that's around. And a lot of the time they look at you like you have 10 heads. And with that line of work, it was that plus so much more that I felt discord with. Um, I mean, there were so many things from the types of people that I was around, whether it was, um, you know, people that disliked you in that line of work or the people that you worked with. I witnessed a lot of different levels of corruption and all that kind of stuff. Not saying that everyone in that line of work is bad or corrupt at all. There's a lot of great people who are in there and, um, you know, they, this world wouldn't be the same without them. But there's also a lot of people who 
have egos that drive them and their motivations to do that job, just like a lot of other jobs with power. Um, the lack of connectedness to their fellow man, you know, and how judgmental some people can be in that line of work. I mean, I've, I'd been in circles where, uh, you know, people would make comments about someone after a, a, a medical incident or, you know, if somebody had a, a drug overdose and how many times they've had to save the same people um, and make comments about that, you know, how many times they're having to save this person over and over. And it, those were sort of the judgmental things I couldn't take. I mean, those were... Those were incidents of people's family members. Those those were people that had someone that wanted them to be saved, you know. So moving on from that, it, the more I consciously woke up, the more discord I had on a daily basis to the point where I just felt so uneasy every single day. I just felt like I was putting on a, a, a shell of a person who I didn't want to be anymore. And I just wanted out in the worst way. So... I started to turn towards a lot of these self-improvement and self-help people and, and consciousness awareness teachers so I could really turn within and find out what it is I wanted to do, you know, because I really didn't know. I'd done that job for so long. What was I going to do after that? And I, I needed to find some help to figure out what the next logical step was going to be in my life because I couldn't figure it out on my own. Some of the best advice I received in my life that propelled me forward in profound ways came from one of the biggest mentors that I've ever had in my life and one of the biggest ones that I have in my life right now, Brandon Beecham. That man is the founder and host of the Positive Head podcast, which is one of my all-time, if not my favorite, podcast. Um, I put it on whenever I need a lift. I listen to it almost daily. I've been listening to it for several years now. Um, if you've never checked it out, it's wonderful. Um, Brandon and uh, his co-hosts, Erica Middlemiss and Alexa Hauser, they do a phenomenal job on that podcast. So if you haven't checked it out, give it a listen. I will say right now with a little bit of a disclaimer, there's a, a lot of very deep stuff, some stuff that people might consider very woo-woo. A lot of it's a little, little deep even for me, and I'm pretty open-minded, but uh, if you do listen to that podcast, keep an open mind with a lot of it. But a lot of the inspiration of the stuff that I've looked into and researched has come from there. Um, and Brandon is one of the biggest heroes in mine and a lot of other people's lives. Um, his positivity and his willingness to really step out there and awaken people and open their eyes to how much life power they really have. And they don't just have to be carried down the current of life's river and just be beaten on the rocks and that's what he taught me i wrote to brandon um just about a year before recording this right now it's september of 2019 i wrote to him in august of 2018 and in the letter that i wrote to him i told him my story about what i had gone through and where i was and you know how trapped i just felt in my life and i described all of my adversities to him and his answer was so simple but it was so profound he said, just be happy where you are and let go of the resistance to escape and appreciate the energy around you where you are right now. And when you do this, you'll see everything in your life transform around you. So I figured, what did I have to lose? You know, I would take whatever advice I could get at that point. And it seemed so simple. So I did it. And within three weeks of doing that, just loving where I was, nothing else changed in my life just me. Job didn't change, nothing changed, just my perspective on my life and where I was. Just loving where I was, try to love every day. 
appreciate every bit of what I was doing day to day, you know, the opportunity to help people, all that kind of stuff. Just loving where I was and not focusing on the negative stuff. And within three weeks, everything changed. I started to get different opportunities. And within two months of that podcast, I left law enforcement for good, which I never knew how it was going to happen. I thought it honestly was never going to happen. I landed a higher paying job than I'd ever had in my life before. I started crossing paths and making some great connections with some wonderful people in the transformative um, you know, life coaching, self-help community. Um, and everything in my entire life shifted. I actually got several job opportunities at the same time, and I was able to select from a few of them all at once. So, I mean, it was it was amazing. I could have never in a million years planned it out that way, but I, I found out that's the way the universe works. I mean, it, it has something more wonderful in store for you than you can ever plan or imagine. Alexa Hauser, Brandon's co-host, is another person who has just inspired me and you know she takes her life by the horns um just takes the wheel and drives she's just doing her thing every day and crushing it i mean it's impressive to watch what she does she's the co-host for the positive head podcast and she's also does her own podcast and manages her own superfood business too i mean she's always out there doing stuff going to concerts and traveling i mean i'm just i'm envious of the life that she lives i think it's great um, but I love the way that she looks at her life's perspective and her attitude that she always has. Um, Princeton Clark, my man Princeton, he is another person who I need to give a ton of love to on this first episode. Without him, I don't think I would be speaking in this microphone right now. This guy in the past year, I met him in August of 2018 as well. And he mentored me and, um, you know, he's he's during that time transformed his life too you know he's helped me but i've watched him and that's been a part of my growth cycle was watching how much he's changed his own life i watched him launch his own self-mastery business called evolve mastery um i watched him evolve his own life with his relationships and his kids and his podcast and i mean he is like a spiritual drill sergeant man i mean he is my badass brother from another mother i mean he just does such amazing stuff and is always so full of life and I can't give him enough love for what he does and what he's done to influence my life but I'm honored to have met all of these people and have their encouragement to get out there and tell my story and do this stuff along with them by their side and have them pull me along with them um, the value of their encouragement to tell me to get out there and and change my life and share my story to maybe change other people's lives um, you know, their guidance and all that kind of stuff. I can't be more grateful and thankful. And I would have never dreamed that I would be where I am today um, just a year ago. And I definitely don't see myself as some sort of spiritual guru or leader. Um, you know, I, I follow Brandon's advice that he always says is that we best teach what we need to learn. And there's so much that I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm like a, an infant on this stuff. I'm, I'm, um, I'm barely walking, you know, I'm still crawling along, but, um, that's why I want to get out there and bring this stuff because I know there's so many people who are just starting into a consciousness awakening and, and spiritual journey of, of, you know, getting to mastering their life. And there's so much fluff out there. There are so many things and there's so much that gets in your way that deters you and distracts you and, you know, makes you kind of just say, ah, this stuff is garbage. It's not for me, but I've seen, I've, I've really gone off the, after the evidence-based stuff and, there's a lot out there that I really feel like there's hard evidence for and some experts that really strike a chord and go right to the heart of the matter on subjects. And I hope to, to talk about their material and maybe bring them on the podcast as well to really 
get the people who are on the fence of, of believing in themselves versus, you know, falling back asleep, going along with the matrix of life and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I'm out there to help people advance along with me who are on a similar path. A huge part of this podcast is going to be about resilience. Without having a strong resolve, without being resilient in our lives, we wouldn't be able to make it through some of the toughest challenges in this life. To get to the top of the mountain, to see that great view from all of the challenges that we've overcome, you know, it takes a lot of work. Sometimes, you know, you were climbing up that mountain and your your legs start to burn, your your lungs start to burn, you, you want to turn around and go back down. But um, I've approached all the challenges in my life like I need to make it up that mountain. And sometimes you need a little bit of help and sometimes you need things like a walking stick to help you get up that mountain. Um, and that's what I hope this podcast becomes is something to help get you to the top. You need to look at things from a perspective that that climb is going to help you. It's not it's not a challenge. Why is this happening to me? Why do I have to climb up this mountain? You know, I don't want to climb up the mountain. You need to look at it like this is going to do something so grand for you. When you get to the top and you make it through this challenge that you might be going through, you get to the top and you look at that view and you're like, wow, I did it. And if I did this, I can do that one over there that's taller. I can do that mountaintop over there that's that's taller than the one I'm on now. It changes you, it, that that fire that you go through. It changes you and it makes you more grateful for those experiences. Even if they're they're bad or good, it makes you appreciate what you've gone through because it makes you grow exponentially in ways that you can't read a book about. At this point in my life, I've never felt more hopeful and optimistic and alive than I really do right now. Not a whole lot's changed in my life. I mean, yeah, I've changed careers, but you know, the way that I view every single day about how I'm in control of me every day and how I stop giving my power and attention to things that don't matter or shouldn't really matter to me, that's what's been the biggest shift. And I'm, I'm happy with the person I've become. And there's nothing more rewarding than actually saying that. I mean, it's amazing to actually say that I'm, I'm happy with even all of the mistakes and challenges and things that I used to kick stones down the road for. Um, I, I look at them now and just say, yes, I did that. And it's, it's over. And I've learned and I've grown from it. Right now, I'm the father of a wonderful 12-year-old boy. Um, I've been with my wife for 18 years. We've been married for 14. And uh, you know our relationship is unbelievable. Um, I have a fairly successful second career going now, uh, and I have no idea where all this stuff is going to lead either. It goes where it goes. Um, I've had some really hard experiences along the way, and you know I'll get into that in some future episodes. I, I, I re-recorded this because I started to get in some of the heavy stuff, and I figured that's too much for a, for a first episode. But to touch on it, I mean, I, I overcame some significant PTSD in my life, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and I actually, I beat cancer twice in my twenties. I had it at age 26 and at age 29, and I've won some pretty significant big battles against, you know, the administrations and stuff like that. And, you know, gone against discriminatory acts. I've, I've been a a person who stands up for the, the little guy. You know, that's why I got into police work in the first place was to protect people and to, to help them from the bullies in life. And now I, I'm moving into the political arena too. I'm an elected, um, I'm a selectman, which is basically one third of a mayor of the town that I live in, uh, to try and make actual real change. You know, I didn't like the things I saw, so I moved into a role where I could make some change instead of just complaining about what I wanted to see change. 
Um, I'm not afraid to mix it up. That's one thing in my life is, is uh, when things get tough, I'm not afraid to get in and mix it up. And as hard as my experiences have been, I wouldn't trade them for anything. Like I said, I mean, since it's led me to be the person I am today um, and I'm happy with that, then I, I definitely wouldn't change a single thing. My hopes with this podcast is that I can help get people to that same point of view in their lives with the challenges that you might have faced and in turn help you with your challenges going forward and show you the value in the things that you go through, good or bad, to turn you into just the best version of yourself. I'm so much looking forward to bringing a broad range of subjects for you all and hope that you tune in and share this podcast with people who might benefit from it, from it as well. Um, I feel like much of the stuff shared on this podcast will really be an introductory step of awakening that can lead down so many different rabbit holes from nutrition changes to advancing yourself at work to health and fitness to overcoming mental health challenges to advancing and awakening your inner consciousness. Um, that's a huge one for me. Consciousness is is something that's so much deeper than most people realize. Um, and there's so much that goes along with it about the science behind creating our own reality. Um, I'm a, I've been typically a very tough shell to crack, a total skeptic on stuff. And I need facts and science and evidence to back things up for me to believe. And so much of what I've learned in the last couple of years about um, quantum physics, I mean, like how our thoughts can actually affect the physical world and all the, the basics behind that. I mean, there have been some profound people, doctors and professors who've dedicated their lives to this and have come out with fact-based studies on this stuff that's really starting to get to the light of day. Um, and I'm really starting to believe that absolutely anything is possible and not just by the power of belief. It goes so much deeper than that. And I can't wait to feature all of the things that have helped me come to that conclusion on this podcast. And, um, you know, one of the things that that this podcast hopefully is for you is, is part of your new circle, because like I said before, it's hard to really talk about this stuff and find people to discuss these things with and you know I, Brandon and all those other people that I've mentioned have become part of my new circle before I even talked to any of them and met them I mean now I regularly talk to Brandon but before I mean it was a one-way conversation and that was my circle you know and I eventually had more people come into my life that became a two-way conversation and hopefully this can help start to build that circle of communication for you, you know, in, in sort of this process of, of awakening and, and understanding. Before we wrap up, I want to first of all thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, I want to thank you for trying to seek knowledge to better yourself. Strive to be a better you every day. Um, try to take time and slow down and be in the present as much as you possibly can. There's, there is no moment other than now. Now is... Um, you know, it's a future moment coming into the now, you know, we'll talk about that later, but be in the moment as much as you can. This life goes by so quickly. I mean, take it from someone who has had a life threatening illness several times in their life or has watched life pass away many, many times as part of my job. Um, it's so fleeting and it goes by so fast. So take each moment you can live and try to just take it to its fullest. So I'm going to close this episode. I'm going to make a little bit of a tradition. I'm kind of taking Brandon's lead on this one. Um, I'm going to play a song at the closing of the podcast every episode. Um, right now, I'm going to exclusively feature Soul Rising. 
Um, that's spelled S-O-L, rising, not S-O-U-L, but S-O-L. Um, I've listened to his music for quite a while. Um, Positive Head turned me on to him as an artist, and I have listened. I have his entire catalog of music, and it is something that I put on when I'm trying to focus and listen to something that will calm me down or help me um, just be in the moment or help me reflect on things. And I thought that would be an awesome thing to feature at the end of a podcast where some heavy stuff was maybe discussed. You drive down the road, you have that at the end of the podcast, you get to kind of listen to that before you move on to something else in your day. Um, and his music's perfect for that. So um, he actually did the uh, the music for the intro that we had and some of the background music. Um, I'm going to play that song in its entirety, the song that we chose for the intro. It's called Your Love off of the 2016 album, The Chill Out Sessions. Um, so give it a listen. Check out his stuff if you get the opportunity. Um, and with that being said, thank you. thanks again for listening. And I'm going to leave you with this one thing. Do something today to make you feel a little bit more alive, no matter what it is. Get outside. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Climb a, climb a mountain. Look at the view. Go to the ocean if you're near one. Call someone that you love. Have a good laugh. Do something that really makes you feel alive and really live this life today.